0: Welcome back to A Creative Affair. I'm Brie and I'm here with Len Metcalf. And today we're going to talk about the tentacles of creativity. (laughs) So, all right. So, I know all of you are like, what is that? What are the tentacles of creativity? So, here is the backstory on that. So, I just finished up a road trip. But at the beginning of the road trip, I was with my husband and we were driving in California and we stopped in this little town called Solvang. So anyone who uh, is in California or driven through it, and you know this little, I think it's a, Dan- it's a Danish, it's actually a really old Danish settlement. Anyway, uh, we walked into a, a photography gallery. Um, and the photographer who, who owns it, his name is Phil, and I'm so sorry, I forget his last name, but that's okay. Uh, he was printing his images on wood and so we kind of got into this conversation because I was asking him how he thought of doing this and he's like you know one day i was like looking at all this wood and seeing how interesting it was and then the next day i was figuring out how to like print and he said it's just interesting how the tentacles of creativity are in all parts of our lives and i and my husband looked at me he goes that's an interesting conversation or <laughs> an interesting phrase and so I thought it would be interesting to talk about this tentacles of creativity and really how once we decide that we're creatives, because I think we have to decide that first, that we are creatives. I don't know. You can disagree with me on this, Len. But once we decide this, I feel like for me... Creativity be, like seeps into all parts of my life, not just my photography or, you know, those things that I deem as like creative, like my music and stuff like that. So, anyway, so that's kind of the backstory. What are your thoughts,
1: Len? I'm um, well, we, we can talk about it, whether it's a decision or something about that at another time. But I, I really, really love the idea that. It is something that, that seeps through your life once you commit to it and you really work on it. And I think a really good example for me is cooking. And uh, I, I learned and I followed recipes. I had the cooking books and I was looking at the recipes and I followed them with a, with a measure and the scales. And I'm, I'm not a baker, so I understand that's a bit different. But today when I cook, with a creative mindset, I use a recipe book for ideas rather than for actual pure recipes. And the ideas are, I'll mix this vegetable with that one and it'll make a really cute soup. And I just take the two main ingredients and off I go and then I'm in the shops and I go, oh, geez, I'd love to add ginger to this one and I think I think garlic's going to work in this one and, oh, Maybe oregano is going to go in there and that's fresh today. And uh, I, I pick it up and I add those things in. So I, I approach cooking today with a, a creative bent rather than with a recipe bent. And I think that that's a, a really lovely example of how creativity can be per- pervasive in the whole of my life rather than just being segmented off in the art world part. I think
0: we mentioned this or maybe i this brings to mind a conversation that we had back in last season and i don't remember which episode it was maybe on play or something and i remember thinking i'm not playful or i'm not that really that creative and so and and that reminded me of being in the kitchen and how i do these i think i mentioned these one pot wonders and it used to be i would follow all of the rules just right but now I can do the same thing as you and go in there and go, oh, what am I – I, re- I really like? open my refrigerator and go, oh, what do I have? What, what can I make that's interesting or different? Um, then I allow my I, – I actually have to like engage. All of a sudden, my creative brain is engaged, and I'm then like you going, ooh, I could do this, or ooh, I could do this. And by the way, I'm a baker, and there is – like you would think you have to follow rules, but I've made a lot of sourdough bread over the past two years because, like everybody else,
1: <laughs> yum.
0: <laughs> During COVID, I learned how to make sourdough bread. <laughs> so, um, and there is actually a lot of wiggle room. To play and and adjust time, you know, depending on how I want to do it. I can make small loaves, I can make big loaves. Like, I don't have to do it exactly how the recipe, and the recipe I follow has videos and all of those things. I don't even have to do it like they say to do. I need the measurements to be relatively precise, but the timing and all of those things, those can all be creatively as I experiment. Maybe that was. play and experimenting. I'm, I'm also thinking about some other, some other parts of my life where I allow myself to be, where I allow myself to be, or let's, where creativity seeps in. And, um, it, it might just be in like doing, just doing my errands for the day, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) I mean, once And I love that you said that we can discuss later on whether or not creativity is a decision. (laughs) (laughs) I only mentioned that because I had to actually like physically decide and make a conscious decision that I was creative. So, that's the only reason why I mentioned it, you know.
1: Uh, Well... For me, it was a discovery. Oh, Oh, it's actually in there, and it's a discovery that it's going to come out. Oh,
0: that's interesting. Okay, pause on that conversation for a later. We should write this down right now before we both forget. So, so so the question later will be: Is creativity a decision or a discovery? (laughs) Right? Let's write that down right now, Len. This is like this is actually creative. Yeah, this is actually creativity and progress. Whenever we think of something, we write it down right away as as we think about it. So um, even it could be in doing errands. I actually don't know where I'm creative in that, but it could be in how I organize. I decide to organize my day. Like who says? You have to wake up and do these things exactly like everyone else does. Maybe I get a little creative on how I arrange my time, and or um, you know maybe I like to break some quote rules and have dessert first. <laughs> maybe I just want to have dessert for breakfast. I don't know, you know. And and I I think there's a lot in our lives, there's a lot of ways to play and to allow ourselves to be creative and experiment and mm. not hold ourselves to like some rigidity. Maybe that's what more like being creative is, is being more free and open with, uh, with discovering.
1: I have another interesting example for us to to, to share and talk about was uh, I struggled with writing essays. In, in fact, actually, I wrote essays at university that I failed. They were so bad. And I used to have a system where I'd cut them up and cut up quotes and put them on a page and actually fill in the missing words in between. And the way I was taught at school, you do this, 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 and this, and it was a set of rules, and it never worked for me. And I actually learned to write when I was really lonely in the Middle East living there and I was a university professor teaching how to teach and I would write these really long, sad letters home describing the local environment and, uh, you know, I'd had a few drinks and I was pretty happy and uh, I just learnt to write free flow. And my dear friend, uh, Mr. Dr. P. D. Sefton uh, said to me, Len, you know you write really well. You just need a good editor, but once you get going, it's really good writing anyway. That was a really important moment for me, and uh, he released me from this I-can't-write mindset. And what I had to learn is to follow intuition and just write how I would talk rather than having the structure imposed on me by what an essay should look like and now years later i've you know i've written so many articles for photography magazines and uh, i love the fact that i can write but i don't have this structure that i i work around when i write i let it free flow i let creativity come out and, and that was really a dis- was not only a discovery but it was a letting go of following the recipe and uh, allowing the creativity to flow out of me Rather than being in, I'm shaking my fist. Tight control of it,
0: (laughs) because that's what messes me up. We can hear your fist.
1: (laughs) You can, can't you?
0: Yes, we could. Like your your whole body. Yes, (laughs) I maybe that is more of what creativity is: is releasing control of what we think should be. You know, Um, and I, I love I love that example, and I love that. I love that someone else kind of shepherded you along to help you see that and push you forward. Like we've talked about having a mentor or or even being our own mentors before. In this topic, I also think part of these tentacles, like how creativity weaves into our lives is just in daily problem solving. You know, like when my son comes to me and says, Hey mom, I'm in this, I'm actually, he used to sleep in this room. That's my office. And there's huge, (laughs) big, huge windows like everywhere. I mean, it's really beautiful, but um, he's like, Hey mom, uh, it's really bright in here. Like I'm having a hard time, like, like sleeping in, in the morning. How can, you know, what, what can we do or can we, um," and I had actually had, my brain said, no. He goes, can we put up some curtains? And my brain was like, no, we, ca- no, we can't cover up those beautiful windows. And no, I'm not going to put up that stuff. Uh, once I like relaxed and was like, how can I solve this problem? in a creative way that could work where I'm not screwing anything into the walls because that was what, you know, I was like, what is the real problem here? I didn't want to screw anything into the walls and I didn't want to spend a ton of money for it either. And once I decided, once I had like, okay, those are my two problems, then I could like relax and go, okay, I bet I could figure out a solution in a creative way that doesn't, that where I could avoid those things. And so being able to like twist and turn around a couple of obstacles to get, you know, to get a solution, it was actually really fun for me. I'm looking at the curtains right now. <laughs> 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 we, I put them up and there's no holes screwed into my walls and I didn't spend a ton of money. So it was great.
1: And that's a different need, isn't it? Like I, I, I need, to be in dark places to reduce contrast to help me with my dyslexia and it it allows me to read better and to concentrate better in a dark place. And uh, yesterday I was out in the sun and it was so bright, I actually had to put my glasses on to talk to someone my sunglasses to talk to someone because I was being overwhelmed with bright sunshine and I couldn't even concentrate. So we act we have different needs too, don't we? I really love this idea that uh creativity is the is has tentacles and it pervades absolutely everything in life. And uh, I, I love that uh, some cultures try to bring this into the way that they live and that you slow down and enjoy all of your acts, whether it's uh, uh, making tea or gardening or cooking or, how you live your life and uh, being a, a creative temperament and choosing or discovering that you're creative is life-changing. And I think one of our biggest problems has been this um, terrible negative saying that we say that I'm not creative and yet we are all Creative at the core. And uh, we uh, have the ability to be creative in so much of our lives.
0: Exactly. And we're going to try and convince y'all that this is true. <laughs> and
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's our mission, isn't it, Brett? That's yes, it, <laughs> totally. We're totally all creative. Is. <laughs> and you are too. And uh, uh, embrace it and, uh, and and live it and love it. Yes. <laughs>
0: exactly. Maybe we need a little
1: like, Tagline,
0: <laughs> y'all are creative all the time. So this is this is interesting. I was listening to a book, actually. It's called "Getting Things Done," <laughs> stuff, which is there's so much creativity involved there. But I, I want to put some new systems in place for myself. Um, but it, I it reminded me the 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 author David Allen brought up our reticular act. Is it reticular? Anyway, our reticular activating system, which is in our brains. I think it's, uh, and I'm trying to think, I'm trying to make sure I said that right. Anyway, I will put it correctly in the notes, <laughs> <laughs> but it reminded me, I, I was like, oh yeah, I haven't reminded myself of that for a while, but here's the thing that that system does for us. Once we like, uh, he re- he said, He said, if I say, look for red things, immediately you're going to see everything that's red. Like those things are going to stand out to you. So once we decide or we can see that or allow that creativity is everywhere in all parts of our lives, then all of a sudden we're actually looking for it. So then we're kind of, we're seeing how even just Folding clothes or doing mundane things is actually can actually be there's creativity involved in it. And I think that's a really interesting idea that we could actually tell our minds to seek for examples of when that's when we are we do have our creative brains engaged, even with those, even with those kind of small tasks, you know. So
1: what you're saying is once we uh, become aware that everything can be creative creative, and we, we can actually start looking for them and then adding them into our lives and actually starting to live a more creative life. I
0: love how you rephrase all the things I say into something so like neat and concise. So thank you. Yes, (laughs) it's exactly what I'm saying.
1: (laughs) It's the job of a teacher, and the the other part of a teacher is we keep saying the same thing over and over in different ways, so that eventually someone understands what we're trying to say. And uh, rephrasing is an incredible thing. Actually, I learned at teaching people um, who have English as a second language uh, how to teach because I had to. Really work very, very hard to communicate, and uh, rephrasing was a very, very strong part of it. But this whole reticular activating system is fascinating in art, isn't it? And uh, once we start seeing, learn to see something, it's everywhere. And once we, but it's also a matter of concentrating on it, isn't it? We, we need to be, oh, I was actually doing this yesterday. Um, once I started doing high-key photographs, they were everywhere. <laughs> Once I saw one and, and went, oh, I'm going to start doing this, uh, suddenly I had a dearth of them and they just kept pouring and pouring in and I had my direction as I was out photographing.
0: I, I think it is interesting and I don't think this – Paying attention or assigning our brains to look for it is really, uh, it's not energy consuming. I think once we decide that we're going to notice this, you know, notice creativity in our lives, then it actually becomes, and we do it and we see things more and more and more. It actually just becomes kind of second nature that instead of telling ourselves we're not creative and we don't see it, then we assign ourselves to find it. And then we find more of it. And that to me is really crazy interesting. I was also thinking that in order to help us maybe see how creativity has its tentacles in all parts of our lives, maybe seeing even if we just started with how we are creative in our creative passions, like how we are doing that and practicing being more and more creative with those actually will feed our creativity in all parts of our lives too. Thoughts on that, Len? I mean, I, I believe that, that we can become more and more and more creative, but.
1: I, I definitely agree with him. The more you practice it, the easier it gets. And uh, the more you do it in every part of your life uh, as a way of life, the, um, the more relaxing and enjoyable it is. It's, rather, it's like a chore, isn't it? Instead of being a chore, it becomes incredibly enjoyable and uh, is a wonderful thing to do. And I really believe it's everywhere uh, once we start paying attention to it. I was thinking as you were talking, and this is specific to you, you love, uh, well, you used to love making, designing and making pieces of furniture. And th- that's an incredibly creative thing too, isn't it? That you sit down and you draw a plan based on an idea and then you go and make the thing. And I really, really love doing that. Like, to Not that I've ever built a house or anything, but I love the idea of designing it up and daydreaming and imagining it all, planning it all out, and then actually going and doing it. And at the moment, I'm, uh, you know, I'm I'm creating a, a, a YouTube channel and show. So that process of actually planning, imagining, and then working towards it and then making something is so ingrained in my life. And because I'm quite obsessed about something at the moment, I find that I'm happier. Mm. So because my mind is more focused on something that I'm working on and it is incredibly creative and exciting, I, I, I noticed like, oh, for the last few weeks, I've been incredibly happy. Uh, you know, why? And like, oh, well, the stars of aligned, Lynn. And uh, well, actually, no, that it's quite a mess out there in the stars at the moment, and the world is, is quite a messy, scary place. But I'm much more calmer and relaxed and happy. And uh, the honesty, the truth to the matter is it's because I'm really focused on something creatively that is keeping me uh thinking about something and planning and working it out and problem-solving and it's a collaboration and uh, I is she's going to be involved in it too. And uh, it, it's, as it grows and takes on its own life, the more I'm involved and the more that creativity is about everything in my life, the happy I am. So I think there's huge, huge benefits in the tentacles of creativity reaching out to every possible corner of your life.
0: So I'm going to kind of do what you did for me. Are you saying that as you exercise creativity in all parts of your life, you're a happier person in general?
1: Yes. <laughs> Straight answer.
0: <laughs> right? And I was thinking how you were talking about my furniture. Uh, you're right. I I built we built this these bunk beds when we moved in. I actually we had this this space that was weird and I thought what would be I was looking at it one day going What can I do with that? And just even that question was like the creative spark I needed to go, I wonder what I could do with that. And so I started thinking about what I could do. And all of a sudden, it was bunk beds and then trying to convince my husband that bunk beds for teenagers were a good idea. And then then how does it all come about? And, you know, finding examples of what other people did and then doing my own thing and then problem solving within the project. I mean, you know, you can see how creativity really does fit within all of those different parts from idea to kind of finishing it up. And it was fun. And that's maybe what we're trying to say is the more you are creative in all parts of your life, I think the more fun you have. And you said you found yourself being a happier person, but you were also in even in the work of figuring things out, kind of overcoming obstacles. I think that stuff is fun too. Especially as we are in a good mood exercising our creativity and really enjoying that part rather than just following some rules about what has to happen, I think it's much more Mm. freeing and exciting.
1: When you make a decision about being creative, you're actually setting yourself up for uh, a creative space, aren't you? And you're, you're doing that. Uh, I was just thinking next week I'm off on a retreat and I'm leading a retreat. And so my job as the facilitator and the teacher is to create a space where people feel safe to experiment and to have this fully immersive experience of being creative and uh, letting go of other parts of their life, uh, sharing and, and living communally. And uh, having creativity. And, and I know I, I'm just so excited, I can't wait wait to pack up and leave and get there. Um, because I get to be part of that experience as well by being a creative in there, uh, and that's part of serving uh, the other people there is also bringing in that creativity into everything in the in that's happening in that period of time. And uh, it is, why I'm saying this is I want to really make a point of it. It is possible to go, right, I am going to change and uh, you know, bring this into more parts of my life. And uh, um, as we're just saying, it, it it's so enjoyable and so rewarding. But enjoyment comes from the reward, doesn't it?
0: <laughs> Absolutely. And I think this is a good place to wrap up, but I think – One thing that I do want to say is there is an energy with exercising our creativity that's maybe a little, I can't explain it, like it's a little intangible. But, like, when you, as a creative person, bring that creative energy to your retreat next week, Len, people are going to feed off of that energy. Like, they're going to see it actually physically, like, see it in your face. You're going to, like, you know, exude it from your body. And as, so as we do this and exercise our creativity in our lives, we'll actually be able to like influence other people too. I think with the energy that we have to also be creative and isn't that fantastic and fun.
1: Oh, it's addictive. Absolutely addictive. And it's, uh, um, geez, it's enjoyable.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Can you tell we like love this? So <laughs> So we hope that you enjoyed our creative energy today as we created this podcast episode. <laughs> well, I'm really thrilled that we uh, we thought of our next topic, one of our next uh, topics, and we don't actually decide these what to talk about until we sit down. So stay tuned for that other. Topic discussion.
1: (laughs) Actually, I wrote down two while we were talking today. So,
0: (laughs) all right, I can't wait to hear.
1: (laughs) The other one's about an inquisitive attitude. Ooh, I think that's an incredibly important part too.
0: Yes. Okay, I agree. All right. We're going to keep thinking up uh, new conversations to have, and we hope that you guys enjoy your creative lives.
1: Thank you for joining us in our creative affair. If you love the passion we bring to this creative content, please support the podcast by sharing with a friend, subscribing and leaving us a review. To find out more about Bree's work, including her gorgeous photography and mentoring in her Creative Confidence group coaching program, please visit her at creativemindscoach.com. If you'd like to learn more about creative photography, you can find me at lenmetcalf.com, where you can find links to my photography school, videos, and publications. I would so love you to sign up to my newsletter. Well, until next time, we hope you enjoy your creative life. It's time to say goodbye for now.